Welcome to Yes You, a podcast for women to imagine, explore, and step right on into a new paradigm of life and leadership. I'm Annie Carter, a conscious business owner, yoga practitioner, and a big believer that this world needs all women to show up just as we are. This world needs you. Yes, you. Are you in? Let's do this. Hello, my friends. Great to have you here. Now, before we dive into the episode, I just do want to let you know about the Cycle Love Workshop that I've got coming up on the 24th of April. It's going to be at Eve's studio, my beautiful studio in Brunswick. That's in Melbourne, Australia. And this workshop is for understanding your menstrual cycle, or if you don't have a menstrual cycle, we work with the phases of the moon cycle and really just looking at the different qualities of each phase of the cycle. When we're talking about menstrual cycle, we'll look at what's going on hormonally and what that means in terms of our energy, in terms of the way that our brain works, in terms of what's good for us in those times and how we can align our life around our cycle. So this is stuff that I've shared in this podcast. And if you've listened to the first five, six episodes, you would have heard a bit about this. And in this workshop, we just go deeper with it. And really it's about what it means for you, you uniquely. For me, getting to know this information, but also just bringing it into practice in my life really genuinely felt life-changing. And I regularly have feedback from people who have come to this workshop who do say it's just been a real game changer for them. That's really opened their eyes, really made a big difference. And for many has really made a huge difference in terms of their health and overall well-being. So I'm so excited to be offering it again and would love you to be there. If you're interested, you could head to evestudio.com.au and book in there. There are limited spots. So uh, yeah, book in soon if you're keen to come along. Love to have you there. As I pause in this moment to acknowledge and to pay my respect to the traditional custodians of this land, our First Nations people who have had a deep, lasting like soul level connection with our country. I want to tell you about something that I came across last week. It was a bit of a lucky incident for me where my sister was going out with some of her beautiful friends to a gig on last Friday night and one of them ended up not being able to go. And so my sister contacted me and said, do you want to come? And I just jumped in, didn't really know what it was, but thought, why not? I've got nothing else on and went along. And it turned out that I went to see Spinifex gum and it was amazing. So you can look it up at spinifexgum.com and on their website, they describe it as an Australian made collaboration of voice, sound, movement, and change. And yeah, that's it, but it also doesn't really do justice to just how amazing this thing is. So the music has all been created by Felix and Ollie from the Cat Empire, you might be familiar with, and there's this amazing youth choir, the Malia Choir, which is all Indigenous, all young women. And they sing and they dance and they move and there are different guests who come in and sing solos. And it was just so beautiful. It was 
challenging. It was confronting at times for sure, but it was also really uplifting and inspiring. And I would really encourage you to check them out. If you get the chance to go see the show, go, I would go again for sure. And you can also just check out their music through all of the music things, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, they're on YouTube as well. So Spin Effects Gum, check them out. Beautiful, powerful, amazing. Okay, so there was a time a few years ago where I found myself feeling a bit like I wasn't quite measuring up. I was actually on Instagram, good old Instagram, (laughs) you can do it to the best of us, where I was looking at what somebody else was doing who's in a similar industry, similar kinds of things that I do, and was just starting to find myself feeling like, oh, I'm not quite there. They're further ahead. I should have done that by now. And yeah, having this sense of, of not quite keeping up. And I caught myself having that feeling and I put away my phone, (laughs) shut down the old Instagram and just took a moment to write in my journal and just to kind of reflect on how I was feeling. And as I was doing that, these words came to me and I wrote them down and I have hung on to them and I have offered them to other people at times that it's felt appropriate. And those words were, I'm on my own path and I'm right on time. I'm on my own path and I'm right on time. A really simple statement, but really helpful to me. And it's become almost like a mantra that I return to this kind of life motto where I come back and remind myself I'm on my own path and I'm right on time. And so today I want to offer it to you. And to encourage you to sit with it and to reflect on it a little bit, to really feel into the truth of it, that you are on your own path and that you are right on time. You're not running behind. You're not too early. You're not meant to be on some other path doing some other thing. You're on your own path and you are right on time. Now, this is lucky for me because when I look back over the course of my life, I seem to have kind of missed a lot of the conventional milestones. I was either too early or too late or just on a completely different track of what kind of conventionally Western world life kind of should be mapped out as should be. I'm doing some air quotes that you can't see, but trust me, they're here. Let me take you through some of how I have missed (laughs) the conventional life path. So right from the point I got my period young and I grew boobs young. So I remember being in primary school and being like the only one who had my period. And certainly by the end of grade six, there was one other who was also developing some breasts, but I felt like I was the only one doing that. Just a slight side note, interestingly, I run these workshops these days around menstruation, menstrual cycles, and so talk to a lot of people about their experience of their first period. And turns out there are actually quite a lot of us out there who got our periods quite early and felt like we were the only ones amongst our group of friends. And I do wonder actually how many of us might have thought that we were the only one and were kind of hiding in that time while others also 
thought they were the only ones and were hiding in that time. All these years later, I'm like, oh, if only we'd known we could have bonded together in those times. But yeah, so puberty. (laughs) I felt like I got there a little early. And then into my teenage years, the time when I was like 14, 15, 16, the time when really most teenagers meant to be out there kind of exploring the world, rebelling against their parents, rebelling a bit against society, getting a little bit wild, I converted to Christianity. (laughs) And so while my friends were out there partying, doing their thing, all the things that lots of teenagers do, I was not. I was going to church and I was studying the Bible and gathering together with people to pray. My mum, I reckon she would have loved it if as a teenager I would have just come home completely drunk one night, but it never happened. So I imagine sometimes how it must have seemed to my family looking on kind of going, oh, this is not what we expected for Annie. And then when I was 19, maybe a time most people were doing the uni thing, doing the share house thing, again, kind of spreading wings, I got married. And although I did go to uni, although it was theology, did travel, did all of those kinds of things, but yeah, to get married at 19. And I remember one of the ministers at the church where we were going to get married had said, oh, they're very young. I was 19 and the man that I was marrying was 21. And I remember thinking, we're not that young. But now when I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, we were babies. But anyway, so that's what we did. Age 19, I got married. Then around my early 30s, conventionally, time to be having babies, possibly should have had babies by then if we're really following kind of social convention. Instead, I was kind of having a midlife crisis. Once again, (laughs) midlife, possibly a bit early to be having it around my 30s, but that's what I was doing. And ultimately that led to kind of some huge overhaul of my life that affected the work that I was doing. It meant that my marriage ended and even like my faith journey and all of that took a big turn at that point. And I remember thinking that, you know what, this is the time of life where you're supposed to be kind of really settling down and having babies really is what I was thinking and thinking, although we had gotten married so young, that was kind of the time where it's like, okay, we could have got back on the conventional train here and done things at the same time as other people gotten onto the baby making thing. That didn't end up happening for us. And then we ended up breaking up and all of that. And I remember thinking, hmm, if having a baby is really important to me, this is not a great life decision to be breaking up with my husband at this point and who knows how long I'm going to take to get over that and who knows if I'll meet someone else and who knows, you know, there was a lot of unknown. So once again, just kind of not really following the set path. I've got my air quotes going again here. When I got to my mid thirties, I had some savings, had been working, got some money together. And I guess really that would have been the point to buy a house if I hadn't already, which I hadn't already. And instead of doing that, I started a new business and just threw all of my money into Eve, into my beautiful studio business. Then I didn't plan on getting married again. I kind of felt like I'd really done that and kind of did like a big wedding back when I was 19. And it 
sort of felt a bit funny for me to do another wedding when Abdul and I got together. I was like, oh, I feel a bit funny about kind of sending out the invites and having everybody come and wearing the dress and saying the vows and everything again. <laughs> but when I just turned 40, actually, Abdo and I talked and talked about the idea of us getting married. And so we just decided between us, we did tell my family, but we just went off and, and did it ourselves completely low key. Nobody even knew. I texted my friends the day after <laughs> saying, Hey, just letting you know, Abdo and I got married. And so another example of just kind of doing it a little bit differently, not quite hitting the socially conventional way of doing things and certainly not on the conventional timeline. And yet, when I look back over my life, I wouldn't change it. There has been adventure, there has been travel, there has been spiritual practice and lots of self-inquiry and personal growth and amazing people. And while my path has kind of taken a few twists and turns, it has been my path. And while maybe you could look back and go, whoa, sort of done all sorts of different things at different times. And it might seem like a real kind of hodgepodge of things, but to me, it has just been one thing has flowed into the next, has flowed into the next. It's been my life and I wouldn't change it and I don't regret any of it. So when I find myself in those moments with Instagram or just any moment in life where I find myself perhaps thinking that somebody else is doing better than me or that they're moving faster than me or that they are in some way more than me, more popular, more successful, achieved more, whatever it might be, I can just drop it because this is my life and for my life and my path, I am right on time. I'm not a minute too late and not a minute too soon. And I trust that I am just where I'm meant to be right now. That this is good enough. This is enough. And so for you, you're on your path, on your own timing. And I want to encourage you from deep in my heart, hopefully deep in your heart, that you are on your own path and you are right on time, whatever that means for you. Whether you're thinking about relationships and where you're at with that, maybe you are thinking about like babies, whether you have a baby, whether you should have had a baby, whether you want to have babies, any of that sort of stuff. Maybe it's about your career. Are you where you're meant to be and you're looking around? Perhaps it is just that kind of comparison with others in some way. Maybe like me, you're a business owner or a leader in some way and you're looking around and comparing yourself to others in a similar field who are doing similar kinds of things. Can I just say you're right where you need to be? So be there this looking outside of ourselves and this kind of illusion that there's some set path that we're all supposed to be on, some particular track that we're all meant to take in a particular timing is a very boring idea. Like you think if we all did that, how boring would this world be? 
But sometimes we can still find ourselves kind of compelled to follow that perhaps even boring path because it's at least well well respected and everybody knows it and it's well mapped out. But please do your own path, whatever that is, and, and please fully be there for it. It would be a real shame to wish away today for some other dreamed reality or to wish away this moment by feeling that you're somehow kind of on the wrong timeline, that you're too soon or too early or too late. You know, this podcast is called Yes You, and I feel like this is one of those moments where I want to say, hey, you, yes, you, like I'm talking to you. You are on your own path and you're right on time. Please take that in. Write it down if you want, say it to yourself over and over if you like, breathe it in, feel into it. You are on your own path and you, my friend, are right on time. Lots of love to you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me. Head on over to my website, anniecarter.com.au, where you'll find some free resources to support you in your life and leadership. Please make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And I would really love your help in spreading the word about Yes You. So if you have friends who you think would enjoy it, please let them know. You could take a minute to write a review saying why you're loving it. And you could screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. Make sure you tag me on Instagram at underscore Annie Carter. Until next time, let me remind you that you, yes, you are awesome. And I'm so glad you're here. Sending you big love and I'll chat to you soon.